Welcome to another edition of The Power of Words with me, your host, Kevin Treasure, author of The Power of Words and Winner's Mentality. Our aim is to help people win in life through the power of their words. You are born to win. God don't do failure. He's the God that always causes us to triumph. So be encouraged, amen. If you have your Bibles, turn your Bibles to 2 Kings chapter 7. And it's a very popular scripture, amen. A very popular scripture is a big famine in Samaria. Father, we just want to honor you and bless you tonight. We just want to exalt your holy name and we thank you for your presence even right now on this radio station. We want to thank you for Kingdom Sound Radio. We want to thank you for all the bishops, the pastors, the ministers, the evangelists, the prophets, the men of God, the women of God, the teachers, Lord Father God. We want to thank you and we praise you for everyone as a part to play in the kingdom of God. So Lord, we just want to thank you for your hand upon this station. We thank you for increase. We thank you for every listener, Lord Father God. We thank you that even now you're touching the hearts of the listeners father god that our hearts are being opened now to receive the word of god with meekness which is able to save our soul father god i thank you and i praise you as the word goes forth today will not fall fall father god on barren ground father god or thorny ground but it'll fall on good ground where it's able to produce fruit and bring forth a harvest of 30 60 and 100 fold so we thank you and we praise you father god for the harvest that comes from the seed which is the word of god lord you said in your word that your word will never return void but it shall accomplish the thing that you please and it shall prosper in the place where you send it. So, Father God, we send forth your word, Father God, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let that one that is low be lifted high right now. Let that one, Father God, is oppressed, Father God, feel the light of God, feel the freedom that comes from knowing Jesus, that comes from your name, Father God, because there's power in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. God, we release people from demonic bondages even now, Father God, in every gate, they hold your people captive. We set them free today in the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We lose the captives father god and we declare freedom in the name of jesus we plead the precious blood of jesus against every satanic network father god that have been assigned to stop your people from going forward we lose them today in the name of jesus and we speak freedom god because who the son of man makes free is free indeed father god so we speak a divine release right now and an activation of faith father god yes lord as your word goes forth father god people will put their faith in your word lord god because lord father without faith it's impossible to please you so have your way you are the potter we are the clay so we trust you and we believe you father god that you'll hear and answer prayer because it said the righteous cry the lord is and he deliver us out of all our troubles so have your way and we thank you for your hand upon this broadcast today we honor you we bless you and we tell you thanks in jesus name amen and amen and amen if you have your bibles if you have your bibles please turn your bibles to second kings chapter seven amen I'm going to start off at the end of 6. Well, I'll just give you a little rundown, amen. The Bible says that there was a great there was a great um, army that came against the city of Samaria, amen. The Bible says, and it came to pass, and this is 624. Just going to give you a recap, so give you a little light on the story. For those of you that don't know your word, please get into your word, amen. Please get into your word. The word of God is so sweet, amen. David said it's like honey, amen. It's like honeycomb, amen. So please, the word is so sweet, amen. The Bible says, I seek the Lord. I can't do without the word, amen. When the enemy came to Jesus, Jesus used the word, amen. There's no 
know nothing you under the sun when the enemy comes you're gonna have to do like our king jesus and you're gonna have to use the word of god amen he said it is written so you have to know the word of god the word of god is your defense amen this is why the program's called winning with the word because you can only win with the word when jesus had finished his fasting amen and he was in the wilderness and the devil came to him he said it is written he used the word of god he only won he won the battle through speaking the word amen so you'll only win your battle by speaking god's word so fall in love with the word of god i encourage you young people fall in love with the word of god there's so much more to you amen use his word speak his word meditate on his word well listen when joshua had to take the place of moses the greatest leader is greatest hebrew leader that ever lived amen when joshua had to take his place listen he said i'm not going to give you a ministry like moses because you're not like moses every man is different he said this is the way you're gonna win he said this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth but you're gonna have to meditate on it day and night and observe to do you're gonna have to mutter it speak it amen for then you shall make your way prosperous and then you shall have good success these are the keys to winning in life meditating on the word day and night and observing to do muttering the word speaking the word going over the word like a cow regurgitating on that grass regurgitate on that on that word chew on that word live that word think that word when you you meditate on that word revelation comes light comes amen so you gotta live that word amen meditate on that word and joshua never lost a battle unless there was sin in the camp sin will cause you to lose but joshua never lost a battle why because he done what god told him to do and he obeyed god's voice amen so get into the word i want to encourage someone amen so now we're going back amen there's a famine in samaria and it came to pass after this that Ben-Hadad, the king of Syria, gathered all his hosts and went up to besiege Samaria. Amen. He went to besiege it. He surrounded it. And this is what they done in days of old. They would surround the city. And if they've got high walls, all they do is just wait for you guys to starve to death. Because they know that sooner or later, someone has to come out. Someone's got to come out. Amen. They Sooner or later, they know that, listen, they can camp out as long as they want. Because they know sooner or later, they're going to get you. And the Bible says, and it was a great famine in Samaria. And behold, they besieged it until an ass's head was sold for four score pieces of silver. Jesus, man. And the fourth part of a cub's dove dung, that is bird doo-doo, for five pieces of silver. They were selling bird doo-doo for money. So you know things were rough, amen. You think you got it bad, things was rough. And as the king of Israel passing by upon the wall, they cried the woman unto him, saying, Help my lord, O king. And he said, if the Lord does not help thee, when shall I help thee? And out of the barn floor, out of the winepress. And the king said unto her, what aileth thee? What's going on? Then the woman said unto him, and she answered, said, this woman said unto me, give me my son that we may eat him on the, the today, and we will eat my son tomorrow. So we brought my son and did eat him. And I said unto her, on the next day, give me thy son and that we may eat him. And she have hid her son. See, this is when you know things was terrible. When people resort to cannibalism, things is rough. This is biblical. This actually happened. So it can tell you how bad the situation was. Amen. And the Bible says, And it came to pass when the king heard these words of the woman, that he rent his clothes and he passed by upon the wall. And the people looked and behold, he had sackcloth upon him with flesh. Then he said, God do so to me and more also. God do more also to me if the head of Elisha, the son of Shaphat, 
shall not stand on him today. You see, when people get angry, they're going to look for someone to blame. Now, if we recap, you know why he was so angry with Elisha? Because he could have taken him back earlier when he had surrounded the Syrians in the city. But Elisha told him to let him go. So he had a grudge, amen. And sometimes we get into situations we want to blame people, we're upset with people. But let me tell you something now, there's always a way out of your situation. There is always a word out of your dilemma. All we need to do is seek a man of God. We need to seek the word of God, seek the voice of God, seek the spirit of God. Let the Holy Ghost speak to us, direct us, mentor us, amen. Because the Lord wants to speak to many people. The problem is many people are running around. What should I do? What should I do? What should I do? What should I do? And all God is saying, come to the source. Come to the source, amen. God is saying to many people, come back to the source. He has the answer. Uh, everybody knows the Ford car, the Ford car, everywhere there's Ford all over the world. It's a great British car, an American car, a big fan, and made by Henry T. Ford. And back in the early 1900s, Henry T. Ford, the one that created the Ford car, he was driving past and he saw a man. He saw a man and the man had his car and his car was not working. And Henry Ford decided to kind of stop by and see what he could do to help the man. And the man said, I don't need your help. I know about cars. And Henry Ford just got back in his car and drove off. You see, what this man did not know is that the maker of the car was standing right there to help him with his car problem. And he just drove him away. So just like being the man that he is, he just got back in his car and he drove off. And this is just so many, like many of us, we don't go to the author of the book. We don't go to the one that can solve problems. We've got to go to Jesus. Jesus has the answer to every problem that we are currently facing amen so please put this nugget key one go to jesus when you have problems stop blaming people but go to the lord amen so they said he said listen i'm going to take off the head of elisha but elisha sat in the house and the elders sat with him and the king sent a man from before him but here the messenger came to him and said to the elders listen to what he said see how this son of a murderer have sent to take away my head look when the messenger comes, shut the door and hold him fast at the door. Is not the sound of his master's feet behind him. You see, listen to me. Anything that happens, listen, as a man of God and a woman of God, we should not be surprised. Listen, Elisha, God already knew what this king had planned to do. God had already given him inside information. This is why it's good to be close to the Lord. This is why it's good to have a relationship with the Lord. Because the Bible says that the Holy Ghost will show us things to come. Amen. The Bible said he will show us things to come. Amen. He will alert us to danger. Amen. This is why it's good to walk in close fellowship and proximity with our Lord and Savior. Amen. He's given us the Holy Ghost. And the Bible says and while he yet talked with them, behold the messenger came down unto him and he said, behold, this evil is of the Lord. What should I wait for the Lord any longer? Then Elisha said, listen to me, this is why when you have a problem, it's good to hear the prophetic word. Then Elisha said, hear the word of the Lord. Listen to me, this is what's missing nowadays in our churches. We need the word of the Lord. You see, many people are speaking, but many people are being echoes. But God is saying, listen, I need some people who are going to put their ear to heaven and hear what the Spirit of the Lord is saying to the church. What is the Lord saying? He said, hear the word of the Lord. Listen, God is not raising up echoes. God is raising up voices 
services that are going to speak to the church, speak to the sinners, speak to the world, speak to parliament, speak to leaders, speak to those in authority. God wants to raise up a voice that has their ear to heaven so they can say, thus saith the Lord. This is what the church needs. They need men and women of God that are not echoes, the men that are voices. John was a voice in the wilderness and people came from the towns into the wilderness to hear the voice. I pray that God will raise you up as a voice in these last days. Amen. To sound the trumpet in Zion to let people know Jesus is coming again soon. He said, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord, tomorrow about this time shall a measure of fine flour be sold for a shekel and two measures of barley for a shekel in the gate of Samaria. Then the Lord on whose hand the king leaned answered the man of God. Be careful how you speak to a man of God. If you're not going to speak faith, don't speak at all. Amen. Listen, I don't walk of doubters. I don't walk of unbelief. And I don't walk of mockers. I walk with faith people. If you haven't got faith, you cannot be in my camp. And you cannot stay in my house. I need faith people around me. Is there any faith people out there in radio land? Amen. Is there any faith people out there that believe what I believe? That believe his word? That heaven and earth are pass away but his word will never pass away are there any faith people out there amen god is looking for faith people and he said if the lord will make windows of heaven might this thing be and he said behold thou shalt see it with thine eyes but thou shalt not eat thereof you see he said listen to me because you doubt listen to me because you doubt because you didn't believe the word of the lord you're gonna see it but you're gonna not gonna taste of it i want to let you doubt never taste the goodness of god Unbelief never sees the promises of God. Ask the ten spies that went with Joshua and Caleb. Listen, unbelief will never see the promises of God. So the Bible says, the man of God said, listen to me. You're going to see it, but you're not going to taste nothing. You're not going to taste any of what I've been speaking. Amen. Some of you release a prophetic word. You speak God's word. Amen. And many people don't see it. Why? Because they don't believe it. Why aren't God's people seeing the promises of God? Simply because they don't believe the word of God. Listen, God is challenging you to believe his word. Many of us believe the newspapers. We believe the news. We believe the broadcast. Oh, do this. Do that. This is the vaccine. This is that. This can cure this. This can do that. Many of us, listen to me, we believe everything else what people say, but we won't believe what the Lord is telling us. Believe his word. If he says, by his straps, you are healed. You are healed. If he said, I will never leave you nor forsake you, that's his promise. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. It's time to believe God. But this is not where I'm going. All I was doing right now was just setting up setting up the scene for the word i want to preach to someone today the bible says after elisha released the word you see there's something about releasing the word when you release the word that's it it's gone out the bible said he released the word he said thus saith the lord amen he spoke what heaven was saying amen and heaven is about to interact heaven is about to do something in the next 24 hours i decree in someone's life i decree in my own life heaven is about to act on your behalf heaven is about to do a supernatural shift and a turnaround in your situation in the next 24 hours in the name of Jesus that problem that you thought was too big for you God is saying listen watch me move on your behalf in the next 24 hours if you believe the word of the Lord I'm about to move on your situation and show up the devil and show up in your life God is about to do the miraculous the supernatural and the impossible if you just believe it shout hallelujah right where you are but this is not where I'm going listen to where I'm going and the Bible says in verse 3, and this is key, 
3 and 4. And there were four leprous men at the entering in of the gate. And they said one to another, Why sit we here until we die? If we say we will enter into the city, then the famine is in the city. You see, they're at the gate. You see, in the gate, you can either go in or come out. You see, there's a decision point. There are a gate. And many of you people are at gates. There was a decision point where they'll say, listen, we're either going to go into the city. They said, if we enter into the city, then the famine is in the city. And we shall die there. And if we sit here, we die also. Now, therefore, come, let us fall unto the host of the Syrians. If they save us alive, we shall live. And if they kill us, we shall die. They got to this point where they said, we have to do something. Listen, if we go into the city, there's famine in the city, we're going to die. But if we stay here, we're going to die. We have to do something. Listen, let's take a risk. Let's step out in faith and even fall upon the enemies, fall upon the Syrians. If they kill us, we die. But listen, if they save us, we're going to stay alive. But we cannot stay here. We've got to do something. Listen, they get to a point in their life where they were at turning point and this is what i want to talk about many people are at a turning point in their life they're in a place in their life where they have to do something you've been in this job too long and all it's doing is just paying the bills but it's not giving you what you need amen and job just means just above broke and you know that you were born for more you're in a place in your life where you know there's more there's dreams there's aspirations there's something in your heart that you know you're born to do and they said if we stay here we're gonna die if we go back we're gonna die then you that they couldn't go backward they could only go forward they made up in their mind listen let's arise up and let's fall into the Assyrians if they kill us they kill us but let's do something and they got to a point where they were a turning point they were lepers that means they were rejected of society they were looked down nobody wanted to be around them but let me tell you something now they still got to a turning point and it don't matter where you are what family you was born in what country you live in, where you live, what education you have, how much money you have. Everybody's going to get to a point in their life when they're going to say, surely there is more to life than what I am currently facing. I was born for more. There's a dream inside my heart. There's something that I know that I was born to do. And many people have got to this turning point and he's saying, God, for you I live and for you I die. But there's no that I cannot just stay right here where I am. Otherwise, I'm going to die. And you're saying it's time to rise up. God is saying this is the turning point. It's time to rise up and go forward. God is saying, I know what you know, what you need to do. They were sitting at the gate. There was an entry or exit. They said, listen to me, we're either going to exit life or we're going to enter into this new life, into the abundant life that God knows what we have. Why are we going to sit here and die? I want to speak to someone of that dream. Many people have a dream in your heart. And you say, man, that dream for five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years. And you know that dream keeps waking you up. It keeps knocking on the door of your heart. It keeps reminding you, this is what you're supposed to do. This is what you're supposed to do. This is what's in your heart. This is what you know you're supposed to do. You're supposed to go forward. You're supposed to make wells. You're supposed to start that business. You're supposed to live this dream. You're supposed to do what I've called you to do. And you're not going to be happy doing anything but what God has called you to do it's saying why we're we going to sit here and die you've got aspirations and God has inspired you to aspire others you know listen to me listen there's more that I'm supposed to achieve before Jesus Christ comes back 
and you're saying, God, I know that I've got goals. You've placed goals in my heart. And God, I want to live for you. I want to do what you have called me to do. You know that there's more. They said, why? We're going to sit here. Many of you are just sitting here. You're just sitting there, sitting there on your gifts, sitting here on your talents. And the Bible said there was a man with one gift, five gifts, and two gifts. And the one of five got five more. The one of two got two more. I mean, the one went to bury his gift. And I want to encourage you, don't bury your gift. Don't bury the talent that God has placed inside of you. Your talent was supposed to change the world. Your planet was supposed to give another talent to increase. Listen, don't sit there and die with the gifting that God has placed inside of you. You're born for more. Young people, you're born for more. God has called you for more. You weren't supposed to go with the crowd. Anybody can go with the crowd. Anybody can swim upstream. But let me tell you something now. It takes a strong, a strong fish to swim against the current. It's time to go against the current of this life, against what social media is putting out, what they're putting out on the news, what they're putting out in the media. It's time to go against the current of this world view and stand up for Jesus' word. Don't go with the world view. Go with the word of God. It's time to stand up and be accounted for and say, God, for you I live and for you I die. You've got dreams, you've got aspirations. They sat there in the gate. There'd been a terrible famine. I've just told you how bad the famine was. People were selling the people were eating bird dung and horses head. People, it got so bad that people, listen to me, people were eating their own children. That's a bad famine. They've never had nothing like that. There's nothing been recorded like that since. It was a terrible famine. It was a terrible famine. But the Bible said, let me tell you something now. Four leprous men, the rejected, the outcast, they're the ones that made a difference. And I don't care if you're the black sheep of your family. I don't care if everybody's looked down on you. I don't care if you've fallen, you've messed up. Who hasn't messed up? Listen to me in some way or another. And your people are talking about you. But let me tell you something now. You get to this point where you're at a turning point in your life. And you're saying, listen to me, God, there's more. Thank you for tuning in to the Power of Words, the Winner's Mentality. Please remember to subscribe to our podcast and leave a review. Check out our website, kevintreasure.com. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You are born to win.